Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Iron Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard, and Matt Ellis. Well, it's been a while since we've done an episode and there's been, you know, a few reasons for that. I think, firstly, there was a couple of family commitments, which is why we uh, found, you know, recording time a little bit difficult at the minute. Um, but I think most importantly, looking at the end of the season, you know, we, we did one after the after the York game uh, and then we had that Torquay result, didn't we? And I think when we lost 1-0 to them, it, realistically, you knew it was done, didn't you? And then you had the Easter weekend, mathematically down, you know, against Oldham. And then you've got three games left. And when you're down, it's not really worth coming on to sort of, you know, talk about it. Everybody knows the situation. Everybody knows, you know, the performances, things like that. There's nothing really, you know, this podcast can add to that discussion. And then so we thought, well, let's wait till the end of the season. Let's wait for the retain list to come out. So then at least we can look ahead a bit more and, and you know, focus on next season. Uh, so, yeah, I think this episode will mainly focus around that retain list. But before we get to that, as I say, because we haven't done one for a while, Let's just acknowledge the fact that, you know, next year it is, you know, regional football. It is another relegation, um, you know, successive relegation again. Um, yeah, National League North next year. But, you know, what are you making of it all? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously bitterly disappointing. But I think the most disappointing aspect of it for me is is the fact that, um, you know, that how how badly we tailed off towards the end of the season. Um, I know you mentioned there the York game. Um, and, and obviously the Torquay game is kind of two that we just had to win. Um, and you look at the form table, uh, you look at the league table and, and how far we finished. I mean, we were 16 points off safety. Uh, and, you know, we thought it was bad last season when we finished so far adrift in, in League Two. Um, I don't think anyone thought we'd be that far adrift in the National League. Let, let's be honest. I think that was, we knew, I think we all kind of agreed that it was probably going to be um, a struggle again. However, to finish 16 points, off uh, safety it's just an absolute disgrace and you look at that form table um, you know losing the last six in the manner we did in, in some of those games just wasn't acceptable and I think it was um, you know last season there was there was perhaps a bit of an you know an, an argument to play the youngsters and and you know they got some some game time and some of them weren't weren't quite ready and, and the results kind of reflected that but I think this season um, you know there, there was no excuse for it and those last six games quite honestly have, have been an absolute disgrace and it's a shame because I think you know after that or before that Notts County game we went into that Notts County game on the back of you know a couple of decent results and we were optimistic that we might have enough to get out of it and, and that wasn't that long ago really in, in the grand scheme of things and um, you know how, how it's kind of gone downhill since then um, for whatever reason it has been really poor um, and yeah as I say to finish off the season like that um, I think the majority of other clubs down at the bottom probably aside from Yeovil um, and, and Maidstone had a decent run towards the back end of the season um, picked up a few wins and, and got themselves out of trouble you look at Dorkin who we thought we might be able to catch at one point they had a really good run and, and pulled themselves away and Gates said as well. 
yeah, Kate's had a, had a fantastic run and, and York and Torquay, obviously Torquay um, came down, but they finished the season really strongly. And, you know, that game at Blanford Park between the two sides, there was only one team for me that looked like they wanted to win that and, and Torquay deserved to win that game. And they looked like they might just go on and, and secure safety. Obviously, it didn't quite work out for them. Um, but, you know, that was the difference for me. That The other teams down there that we played looked like they wanted it more. And really, that's that's unforgivable. And um, you know that it just hasn't worked. The players that came in the, in January, you know, we, we've spoken that we've probably brought too many in. I don't think you can question Hilton in the sense that he's gone for it. He's brought players in. We needed some reinforcements. Um, you know, he's obviously done his best to get players through the door. However, you know, it's, it's been a bit of a disaster, really, in terms of what's happened on the pitch. It's the manner of of the relegation, isn't it? Really being so far adrift and 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 seeing other clubs in and around us sort of giving it a good go as as you kind of talk, he, who won like six in a row at one point. And uh, honestly, they were really unlucky not to stay up. They they give it a hell of a go, you know. They they give it everything, didn't they? Really, to be fair to them. And and, and as you said, Brad there, Gates said, who, who put a hell of a run together, and and we just didn't manage anything really and and which was the the, the 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 disappointment i think was was the manner of it and 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 the the, the massive investment obviously after hilton came in or, or you know the, the willingness to bring players in obviously that doesn't always work but i think you know think about it probably sort of maybe talky and yeovil would have killed to have that kind of cash injection just just before the, the final few months of the season to give them a fighting chance um but yeah really the manner of it was was the most disappointing thing really and especially for kind of the backing that the team got from the fans as well because we went to obviously we went to Notts County in, in serious numbers and really the 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 performance kind of then you know albeit against probably the best team in the league um was pathetic wasn't it really I mean I don't mind losing to losing to a good team but Jesus Christ it was like they were playing sort of like children weren't they that was what it was so really disappointing again that happened so many times um that that was obviously an issue and you know here we go here we go again another relegation yeah well let's let's look ahead to next season um we'll go to the players in a minute and you know how where we maybe need to to strengthen this summer and things like that um just just as an overview uh, for the league you know national league north um I, listen i'm not i'm not going to pretend i don't know about you two but I, you know i know nothing of this league i don't know much about it at all um i'm not suggesting that it will be easy i really don't think it will be I think in in some ways, you know, consolidation you know, could be quite useful for us. And I mean, we've needed it for a few seasons, haven't we? Um, but the fact that maybe playing wise, we're staying full time, and there's a you know fair few part time teams down there, that's got to give us a bit of an edge. Um, you know, the, the budget that we're supposedly having, that's going to give us a bit of an edge. Um, wh- where do you sort of aim for next season? I think I think for me, not necessarily thinking we're going to get it, but playoffs would be a minimum target. We've obviously heard the, the new owners say that we're going to have the best budget in the league and, and, and you know, the, the aim is to win the league. And, and really, I think sort of in two parts, that's sort of unrealistic. But at, at the same time, we're a, a really big, big team coming down into into that league with, with a big kind of, you know, a big travelling fan base. Um, so yeah, we, we have a travel in on. a way. We have a travelling fan base, but are we a big team going into that league? I mean, historically I mean, we are, but over the last couple of seasons, are we really anymore? 
I mean, we are and we aren't really. You can look at it in different ways. I mean, a, a, a team that takes 1,400 fans to an away game is considered, especially in this league, um, even in the National League, you know, that's a big team. But obviously in the National League, well, we've, we've got to be considered, just from recent history being the championship, um, you know, and, and stuff like that. And obviously being a football league for, for so many years and, and then dropping out of it we're still considered a big team but at the same pot at the same time i know what you're saying you know realistically in in kind of relative terms the the club's sort of fan base and and population area and and stuff like that it will be comparable to a few clubs in the league we're just dropping down into really but i think that you know i kind of agree with hilton on that i think that really the aim should be to win the league and and, and i know it's not going to be as easy as that look we've seen how how kind of difficult this has been um, look, we we expected to to sort of do well um, in in you know in, in the national league, especially after kind of the first game of the season when we beat Yeovil. We thought, all right, we'll be all right in the sleep. But obviously, that wasn't the case. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll go into kind of the, how realistic that is, you know, based on sort of like the retain list and, and the current manager and things like that. Um, but I, th- I think, yeah, I still think that we're 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 a big club in this league. And, and at the end of the day, a lot of our away games, we are going to be the majority crowd which is, you know, a kind of representation of that. And, and obviously, really, it's going to make a lot of um, a lot of away games feel a little bit like a home game just because of the backing of, of the, the sheer amount of Iron fans all go. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult, really. For me, I'd be really happy just to kind of arrest the slide and consolidate. I know that might... I've seen some people saying, you know, we should be going for, for the title. Um and I understand that to a point, but you, you've got to look at it. We may have the biggest budget or one of the biggest budgets next season, but we've got to spend it well. Um, and given what happened in January, I've got very little faith that we are actually going to do that. Um, you know, we, we spent, we think we spent quite heavily in, in January, um, you know, we or February, wasn't it? Um, you know, we, we got a lot of players in at that time. Um, out of those, you know, some of them went back pretty early. Uh, some of them were left, you know, with Toby Fuster, um, Madonna, you know, they they left after a month or so. Um, so the recruitment wasn't right. I know, you know, we, we gave it a go in terms of getting bodies through the door, but unfortunately, some of them just, just didn't cut it. And, you know, there's a lot of trust this, this summer, really, in Dean and Turnbull and Hilton. You know, if Hilton gets involved, because clearly he was, he had a hand in some of the signings in February. Um, you know, there's there's a lot riding on them picking the, the players that are suitable um, to have a good season. And, you know, we, we've not seen anything for a while that suggests that, that we're going to do that. Um, I know Turnbull, historically, has, has picked out some good players for us. Obviously, it, a, a much higher level. Um, Dean knows the level to a point. You know, he, he's managed nearly as many games now, I think, in the National League as he as he has the National League North. So I think this sort of myth that he's, he's really experienced in the National League North, um, you know, it's, it's not true because he's, he's only had half a season in there. So he will know some players for the level, I guess, um, because he's, he's managed there half a season. But again, um, it's going to be difficult to bring players in because you look at some of the better players in in the sea, in the league. You know, there's a guy at Spennymore who um, you know loads of clubs have been after. I think Wrexham tried to sign him last year, striker, um, scored 25 goals again. I think this season, but 
he's, he's part-time and he's also a teacher. Uh, and I think there's going to be quite a few players in that sort of bracket where, you know, they're probably quite happy on part-time deals somewhere and then, you know, they've got the job, uh, you know, on the side during the week. Um, or they're playing football on the side, I suppose. Um, and that's, that's a thing, actually, that I've seen a lot of people say in in terms of you know that's that's a draw of us is that we're you know a full-time club but I think I think that does wildly underestimate you know how easy it would be to you know remove a job that realistically is probably your main source of income mm-hmm. um you know the, the football is going to be secondary uh chances are move completely and you know move your family completely it's it's not really the same game as you know higher up when people do you know move clubs every year or every two or three years I I think it's a it's a much bigger commitment in many ways to make that jump to full time and I think there's still an awful lot of risks that a lot of people wouldn't you know wouldn't chance and I'm not saying that with us I'm saying making the move to full time yeah, exactly. And I think uh, there was a player at Peterborough Sports, wasn't there? I think Jimmy wanted to bring one of the centre-backs um, and he decided he was staying there and he was, he was part-time there and he obviously had a job um, and, and that was it. And there was no budging on that. And I think we will find that quite a few players also also have that kind of mindset. Um, so we've got to be mindful of that. And, and I think, you know, it's going to be tricky to, to get the players in. You know, we, we probably are one of the big clubs. Um, you know, you look at Chester still might get promoted and, and Kidderminster, you know, Kidderminster had some massive, but, you know, they've, they've been in the Football League, Darlington and, and a few others in that sort of bracket. But, um, but yeah, I still think it's going to be difficult to get players in um, and the recruitment has to be right. Um, you know, I, I think most people, we will go into the season as, as one of the favourites just because of, you know, we, we've been in the Football League a very long time and, and we, really shouldn't shouldn't be playing at that level but unfortunately we are you know we, we deserve to be we've, we've been awful for the past sort of five seasons um and and this is sort of where we are now um but yeah i do think the summer is massive in in more ways than one it's not not just on the pitch is it it's, it's off the pitch and there's there's various things that need to be resolved so we've mentioned the recruitment there being, you know, quite vital this summer. Let's let's take a look at the team and and see exactly where that's going to need to be. So let's start with the players that we've already got and are here. Um, I will put the sort of caveat that at the bottom of this release statement is, you know, the sentence that says we anticipate that some of the players under contract may also be leaving the football club this summer. So you know, it suggests that this is not quite done yet, is it? Um, but I'll just read them out and then when we can maybe pick up one or two. Uh, so players under contract, Aaron Chapman, Owen Foster, Regan Ogle, Andrew Boyce, Alfie Beeston, Harry Lewis, Jacob Butterfield, Dion Sembi-Ferris, Danny Elliott and Marcus Carver. So let's add this as well. Let's add contract offers made too, because I think it will count. So Tom Pugh, Cam Wilson and Dean Rance. Uh, and then options have been taken on the following. So Finch Rimpton and Ethan Young. Uh, so yeah. Chapman, Foster, so we've got the keepers there. Ogle as well, you know, Boyce, you know, defenders there. I think if, if we do keep hold of them, I think, you know, they should be good at this level. Um, of, of those, who would you anticipate potentially, you know, being being picked up by somebody, I don't know, either the same level or, or higher up, if it's, you know, saying that we anticipate some are leaving? But for me, I mean, just looking at the players under contract list, I think realistically I could probably only see uh, maybe four or five staying. I think Chapman will probably stay. Um, Sembi Ferris, Elliot and Carver 
and then probably the rest will maybe move on. May I think maybe Harry Lewis will stay, but uh, I think Ogle will go. I think Foster will go. I think Boyce will probably go. Um, would think Beeston as well. And I, I can take it and leave it with Beeston. I'm not that bothered about Beeston. I think Butterfield's probably got another couple of seasons in in National League and, and maybe even League Two. To be honest, you know, as long as he can keep fit. Um, and then with like kind of Pew Wilson and Rance. I know you sort of spoke about Wilson on, on Twitter, Matt, and whether or not he'll get kind of an offer from somewhere else. I can't see him being here next season, to be honest. I think somebody from maybe National League North will come in for him. Rance, I don't really know, to be honest. And and then Pew, I don't mind Pew. I think, you know, it'd be good to keep him. Um, him, but, him, yeah, and, so... him and Shrimpton, I think, have been pretty good. And I'm, I am, I'm pleased that Shrimpton sort of... We'll yeah. take up the option of him because I do I do like him and I think he has been I, one of the better players. I know it's not saying an awful lot this season, but I do think you know he's 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 come into his own a little bit this year. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think it's nice to keep Trimpton, and I think it, he'll probably be given kind of more of a starring role next year, um, which is um, which is pretty cool. And obviously, we'll just look at the sheer amount of, of players that have left. Obviously, one, two, three, four. 12 under contract and obviously of the long loan players as well but as i said you never probably expect another fair at least half of that players under contract list to kind of move on there and my only counterpoint to that is and i've seen a few people saying this um you know realistically you know this is a team that have been relegated from the national league this is a team that have had a terrible record across the season you know an awful lot of goals conceded you know not scoring are people going to come in and take a chance on them Mm, yeah, I mean, I think people will. I think they they will in, in terms of like players like Foster. Obviously, he's been kind of linked with clubs higher up. Yeah, I agree, Foster. Still really young. You know, he's going to go, isn't he? Really, and I think Ogle's been really good. And again, I think Ogle can do it in National League and and maybe at a push League Two. Honestly, I think he's good. I think his defending's not that great, but he's really good going forward. Um, you know, and I, I, I sort of think with that, I think somebody will take a chance on Beeston, honestly, and I think somebody will take a chance on Butterfield as well. So, um, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but I think like obviously players like Butterfield who've had good careers, they're going to just see they've been at Scunny for a year. Yeah, they've they've scored a few goals, they've been all right. It's not really worked fair enough. We'll, we'll still take them on. You know, it's it's. I don't think it's going to take away from from the reputation and 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 stuff like that. So. <clears throat> Uh, you know, it's obviously it's going to be a hugely different team, but honestly, I think that the, the sort of the main two players out of all of those that I'd like to see stay is, is one Aaron Chapman and two Danny Elliott, and the rest for me can kind of do whatever they want. And I think that Elliott will score goals at this level. I, I genuinely think he will, and I think he'll be a really big player for his next season if he's kept fit and and he gets a few goals early and goes on a bit of a run. I think he'll do really well and. Uh, and obviously Chapman, you know, finally we've got kind of a sort of experienced keeper with a bit of presence. And I th- again, I think he'll do, obviously he'll, he'll do well at that level. It's a lot lower than he's, he's kind of used to playing. So, you know, again, if he can keep fixed, I realise he's injured at the minute. But I think for those two and then build on that really is 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 kind of the way to go. But again, we, we don't know how successful the, the, the signings are going to be. As you said, Matt, I think that the signings need to be, need to be correct and they need to be better um, than they were. 
um you know around february time however having said that obviously in summer you've got a lot more time to sit and think about what you're going to do bringing you you in no kind of emergency rush as we were just trying to get people in and just sort of almost for the sake of it really and i, I don't think that that will be the approach this summer let's hope that it's a bit more considered and and, and we kind of bring in the right players um you know to to, to complement what we what we keep really and then and then see how we go i will just add to that that in terms of the recruitment done, you know, in, in January, February time, the, it, it, I, I don't think you can just write it all off because I think there has been some, you know, players that have been actually, you know, very good for us. Um, you know, I'm thinking Will Smith, you know, Bunker as well when he was here. Obviously, unfortunately, he got recalled, wasn't it, at the time, but he was great. Um, I also, Ben Richards Everton, I know we're just slightly jumping ahead to players leaving, but uh, one potentially surprised that, that he's not necessarily here next year as well. Yeah, you're right. You know, out of some of the some of the signings, we made some really solid signings, um, and, and we needed more of them really. But also, you know, some of them that were just so bizarre, like the the, the Jerry McDonough one, where he yeah, came yeah. no, I agree, there was, and got shipped yeah. out. Like, what the what was that about? And there was a few of those. Um, I do think that'll become more common though next season. I think um, I think we will see players sort of in and out, and, and I think that is going to be you know that, that's probably where we are at the moment. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if if there are a few more strange signings like that next season. But yeah, I mean, I, I'd agree with you in terms of players going out, Matt. To a point, I think um, you know Elliot. I think it's really important he got those couple of goals. Um, you know, he's, he's been he's needed them, hasn't he? Because he's been snatching at quite a few chances. He's, he's kind of overall play hasn't been too bad, but in front of the goal, he, he was quite. You know, he was poor. Let's be honest; he missed some some decent chances. Um, so it was really, really important for him to get those. And I think of the signings, he could probably go on to be the best one we've seen so far. I think he has got a bit about him, and um, you know, it'd be interesting. I know he's under contract, but it'd be interesting to see if anyone comes in for him. Given you know, he he can score goals at the national league level, and and he's kind of proved that Gates and now he's got a couple with us. Um, so so that would be quite an interesting one, but. In terms of the rest, I think I think you're right uh, with with Chapman. The thing that concerns me about Chapman is the injury. I think it's a, a back injury, isn't it? Um, I, I don't know. For me, that's question marks over that really because it, it could be quite a tricky one to to get over. And the last thing we need is sort of a, an experienced player out. Um, obviously, it's ruled him out for quite a considerable amount of time towards the end of the season. Um, you know, if, if that's not right and, and kind of flares up again, then. Um, you know, it could be a bit of a nasty one. Um, but I do think you're right with, with Foster. I think he will go. Um, sounds like he's been on trial at Hull and I think he's a Hull lad. So, you know, I think if they come in for him, that could be, you know, that could be the move for him there. Um, I know other clubs higher up the pyramid have been watching him as well. But um, but I think that would, wouldn't be a bad move for him if, if Hull came in. Um, and then the others, I don't know, I'm, I'm with you with, Beasting, I think um, he's not been the same as he really uh, should be able to do it at that level, no problem. But he's not been the same since um, COVID and, and things like that. He's, he's never really come back the same player. Um, and Butterfield, I think he'd be okay at, at National League North. I think I think um, he'd be one of the better players. But again, I think he is a bit of a luxury. Um, I just don't think he's going to fit into how Dean wants to play next season. I think he's already kind of hinted. It'll be high energy and, and young lads. You're looking at Shrimpton and, and players like that who are going to you know, run around, 
stick the boot in. And, and I do think we will need some quality and, and someone in the mould of Butterfield, but I, I just don't think it's going to be him. I, I can see him moving on. Um, and Ogle's the other one, isn't it? I, I would like to keep him. Um, you know, I think with Ogle and Shrimpton, they're the two really, and Pew to an extent, I think they're sort of the, the three that have really put it in in terms of the player, our players signed on for next season who have, have kind of given the role and, and they can say they've given the role um, every every time they've stepped on on the pitch. I think you know, Pew went off the boil towards the back end of the last season, but it, it makes sense to offer him a deal um, as, as backup if, if nothing else. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the thinking behind that one. Um, and then Boyce, Boyce could go for me, I think, as well. Um I think you know he's probably lucky that he's he's got a, another year under his belt, and I think that could could really be said for, for most of them because I don't think any of them really deserve. I don't think they really. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. They deserve to go in and, and say they, you know, they, they deserve the new contract. So, yeah, I, I think they're all lucky that they have got a contract. And, um, you know, the ones that have been, been made offers as well, uh, you know, Pew, I can understand, as I said, Wilson. Um, I actually think Wilson will stay because I, I just can't see anyone taking a punt on him. Um, so I think he, he will have to stay. Yeah, let's just pick up on that because uh, about Wilson there, because, you know, you, you've you mentioned this on Twitter, haven't you? And um, I, and I think certainly at one point in the season, he was getting a lot of focus, wasn't he? And, and you know, previously he's had an awful lot of praise. Um, you're not so sure. Why, why not? Look, I think I think he had a decent spell. Um, scored a few goals, looked quite sharp, especially under Nelson. Towards the end of Nelson's sort of stint as manager, I think he was, yeah, he, he did okay. And and he's had a couple of games since for Dean, where he's where he's played well. And I think the Wilston game was one. Um, but overall, I, I don't know. It's difficult because he's still a young young player. But for me, sort of. Towards the back end of the season, um, his body language was just all wrong for me. Um, now I saw him backing out of challenges, um, you know, his head dropped, and that's not what we needed at, at that moment in time. You, I mean, you compare him to Shrimpton, who, who was chasing everything, throwing himself into tackles. I know, you know, Shrimpton, the midfielder, uh, Wilson, you know, winger, attacking midfielder, whatever you want to call him. Um, you know, I, I know some wingers are like that. And, and kind of drifting in and out of games. Um, but I, I've just not really seen enough in the past 
few months, really. And I know that can be said for a lot of the players. Um, but for me, kind of, I don't know, I'm going to get a bit of stick for saying it, but he is a bit of a one-trick pony for me. Um, and I, I can't really say, maybe someone in the National League would come in for him. Um, he obviously got the England C call up, which we should probably deserve in that run of form, he scored a couple of goals and, and I think, you know, he, he didn't make the, the final squad, did he? But he probably deserved the call up on that run of form. But yeah, for me, I wouldn't be too bothered either way. Um, but I, I do think he'll be here at the start of the season. And I might be completely wrong and he might get a really good move. But um, yeah, I, I just can't see anyone coming in for him that would, would tempt him to go, really. Um, so I think he will stay. And the, the only other one that that's... You know, they've made an offer to his rants, and I just don't really understand that one either. Mm, I think just just for kind of for Wilson, <clears throat> I, I I don't really disagree. I know a lot of fans really love him, and I think you know the reason is is just he's kind of a, a young up and coming winger who, who does for the most part do exciting things on the pitch, and, and it's it's easy for a player like that to endear himself to the fans, really, and and. I always thought, you know, he, he kind of had something about himself, and I'm glad he's he's managed to get a, a you know, a, a, a decent amount of games under his belt and score a few goals and and sort of have a few eye-catching performances this season. Um, but I, you know, I, I I do agree with you, Matt. I don't think he's as good of a, as good as a lot of Iron fans think he is, and 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 I don't think he's kind of that he's either ready or will ever be ready for kind of maybe a football league to club to come in for him. But I do think somebody will come in for him in the summer. Um, and, and obviously he's not under contract, is he? So I do think somebody will come in and there will be some interest, um, you know, and he, he's still relatively young. It, it might not be for kind of a first team slot, but kind of coming off the bench or something like that. I think that, you know, somebody will, somebody, I think somebody will come in for him and, uh, you know, I think I kind of probably would rather keep him um, just because he, he did have good spells and he scored a good amount of goals from 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 kind of four positions um, sort of this season. And, and I think given the chance, he, he probably will do well again next season at the, the level below. So it would be nice to, to kind of see him stay. But, you know, I'm not hugely bothered, but I, th- I think there will be some interest. I mean, I think he has got some talent. You know, I think we've seen it in spells this season where, um, I'm thinking there's been a couple of good goals he scored, and and um, you know he's he's been quite good on the ball, especially in that central role when he's been given the central role. Um, I think he's made some good runs in behind, and and he's looked quite sharp at times. But um, but for me, it's just the body language. I, I don't know. I'm just not having it to be honest. Um, just just my opinion there, and I know I'll get slated for it. But um, but yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be disappointed if he'd turn that deal down. Um, and I think that's the same with, with them all, really. I think you look at them, um, I don't think there's anyone in that list that, that's going to really go on if they leave and, and have a really good career somewhere else. You know, at a higher level, I, ju- I just can't see it. Um, you know, we are where we are for a reason. They've all played a part in a really embarrassing sort of season. Um, and, and the ones that have been here previous, you know, that there's some of those players there that are still under contract that have, that have played the part in, um, you know, the past few seasons have, have kind of declined. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, if that list was were releasing everyone, um, I don't think anyone could argue with that. I think, I think it would be, would be well-deserved, but, um, but yeah, it, it's where we are. I think um, if Wilson does stay, I mean, he didn't do a lot when he was at Scarborough in the in the National League North. Um, he obviously came back 
had a few good games with us and and at times he, he looked okay. But yeah, for me it's just the the attitude. I mean he might he might be fully committed, you know, but it's just, just how he kind of how it comes across on, on the pitch for me. It's it's just it wasn't good enough in that past couple of months. Let's look at the players that are leaving then. Um, so we've mentioned a few already, but I'll go through the list again. So it's Ben Richards-Everton, Colin Daniel, Dan Gallimore, Elliot Whitehouse, George Taft, Jack Morbillum, Jordan Hallam, Liam Feeney, Mason O'Malley and Sean Shields. Um, so, And also I'll just add as well to that one that uh, returned to the parent club following the loan, uh, Tom Bilson, J- uh, Jake Leake, Will Smith, Billy Fuster, Liam Thompson and Richie Bennett. So there's a few there's a few names in there that I guess have been here a while and I guess some of our bigger players. But again, like you're saying, not not really a massive surprise. Let's start with Whitehouse because I don't think it's unexpected. You know, obviously he was loaned out and he did really well, didn't he? Um, on loan, um, we saw him, you know, man of the matches and you know tweets about him all the time, didn't we? I don't think even if he'd had been offered a contract necessarily would have would have taken it because of that, you know, so we don't know what's what's gone on, but uh, it's clear he wasn't in the plans here. Um, not unexpected, but I, I guess still disappointing because I did I did like him as a player. I thought he was good. Yeah, I, I like Whitehouse. I think he, he's a good player and chances are he'll, he'll probably stay at Chester, whether that's if, if they go up or um, they, they stay where they are. I think they'll probably sign him in. He, he's been absolutely exceptional for them, really. You know, man of the match performances, bagging goals. Uh, and, you know, when he played for us, like when he came on sort of more recently, again, he did really well. And, and whatever for whatever reason, <clears throat> you know, Jimmy just didn't like him. I don't know why that is. We don't know, do we? We ain't got a clue. For some reason, Jimmy didn't like him, so he shipped him out. And clearly that was the wrong decision because we've been shite and he's been quality elsewhere. And it's as simple as that, really, and, and it's disappointing. But I think that, you know, he's he's obviously playing good football uh, for for a team who would do, currently do really well in, in National League North and obviously in the playoffs and, and stuff like that. It'll be interesting to see how they do. Um, so it's it's just, just the way it is, isn't it? It's unfortunate, really. Um, and, and sort of for the rest of the list, I mean, honestly, Ben Richard Everton, I would have, I would have kept him, honestly. I thought he was good. Um, I thought it'd it, it have been fine to keep. Don't know why we've not kept him. I think Daniel. I think he maybe fell out of favour slightly because I'm remembering towards the sort of back end of the season when he, he didn't play, did he? Um, and I don't I don't know if there's an injury or not. I can't remember one, but I know Dean implied, didn't he, in in sort of interviews with Humberside that he was changing the squad based on who he you know thought put the effort in in, in games previously and and I know certainly around Gate said that you know we we changed quite a few that game uh, and I think you know Richard Everton was was one of them now whether that's just you know implying the wrong thing I don't know it could be maybe he's injured I have no idea but that that is a possible an explanation mm-hmm. the implication was that he was one of the ones that down tools that's how I I kind of read that from Dean to be honest so yeah you know Colin Daniel Donkey not bothered Dan Gallimore not really that bothered we spoke about White House Taft probably one of the worst centre-backs I've ever seen so you know thankfully he's gone have you not seen his show reel today five minutes of sliding tackles <laughs> oh really I've not seen that <laughs> yeah he's just released one trying to find a new club so um yeah <laughs> brilliant that'll get him a contract thankfully we've we finally got rid of Hallam you know, I mean, the, the less we say about him, the better. Um, and I don't know about Feeney, to be honest. I think he, he was all right. I thought Feeney was decent, to be honest. And obviously he had that injury. Um, and, and I think 
Jimmy didn't really favour him that much either. Did he kind of normally played him in, in sort of a a sub a sub role? But again, he did have an injury, so it's difficult to say. I don't know. I think Mason's a weird one. Mason's a shame, I think, like, for me. I, I do like him. What is going on with that? Because I think he's genuinely a good footballer. Um, and I think he's, he's got a hell of a left foot. Uh, why did Jimmy not like him? We, I don't know. And I think genuinely Mason will, will play in the Football League in the next few years. He, he's, he is good enough. I think that it's, he is good enough. And I think if he, if he goes to a team who are kind of in and around the playoffs, who are kind of forward-thinking team that are really solid. He plays in a good defence. And and I think probably his weakest his weakest kind of side is his defending, I think, but he's really good going forward. He's got a great left foot. Um, you know, set-piece specialist. Somebody in League Two is going to come in and bring him in, and he's going to be the he's going to be their first choice left back. And I think he's never going to look back. So hopefully he does well. It's really unfortunate that it's not. It's just for some reason Jimmy didn't fancy him. And then for Sean Shields, not bothered either way to be honest. And then do we even need to talk about the loanies because Bilson was terrible, Bennett was a Blackpool donkey, and uh, you know I like Will Smith. He was Smith was um, good. Yeah, Smith was good. Leak, take it or leave it. Billy Fuster and Liam Thompson, again, not don't really care either way. So, you know, there we go. Matt, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Richard's Everton, as I said, I think he was... Um, he put in some decent performances when he first came in and he looked fairly solid, but I do think he was probably one of the ones that Dean was referring to um, that, that are down tools. Um and I think that's that was unfortunate because I, I do think you know when he when he first came in the Oval fans were were taking the piss to be honest saying he was he was shocking and we didn't really see that originally you know when he, when he initially sorry when he when he first came in he, he looked okay um, but yeah for whatever reason that's that's just not worked out and um, you know maybe he's he's wanting to get back down south um, you, you couldn't blame him for that really. Um, the rest, I mean, Colin Daniel never really featured. I think he did well at left back for a spell under Nelson. I think he was looking quite solid there. Um, but obviously, as soon as soon as Dean came in, Leak was preferred, and and that's just kind of yeah. He was he was never going to get back in after that. Um, White House, I know you've mentioned it, Matt, but yeah, for me, um, when he because he was kind of in and out of the team anyway, wasn't he? With, with Tony Dawes, he went on loan. Was it to Spennymore um, earlier in the season? So he did have a spell earlier on in the season. So it was not just Dean that didn't fancy him. Uh, obviously, Nelson brought him back in and he played really well, had some really good, um, you know, man of the match at Halifax, I think, when we won. Um, and there were several other games where I thought he was, was one of our better players. Um, and if Chester go up, you know, he, He's capable at this level or National League level. Um, if they stay down, then he's probably going to be one of the best midfielders. If he if he does join Chester, um, he's probably going to be one of the best midfielders in the league uh, at National League North level. And I think it's just it's not um, unexpected. I think it was you know that he was one of the names I expected to go just because of how it panned out. And uh, ultimately, that was Dean's decision. He's he's kind of. Yeah, he never really gave him a second glance, really. I think he played him when he had to. Um, but other than that, he was always looking to play someone else, even when White House, for me, would have been the better option and, and never really let us down. So, um, yeah, a shame with that one, really, but completely understand it. And, and I think he's probably better off out of it. And, and he's obviously found 
um, somewhere at Chester who you know, the, the fans really appreciate him. And I think the fans appreciated him here when, when he played, but I think um, he's obviously fit in well to, to their midfield and, and they're playing really well and, and he's chipped in with a few goals and, and things as well. Um, so, you know, fair play to him. Uh, please, that's kind of worked out for him because he's, he's always kind of given his all um, when he's played for us. Uh, Taft, yeah, you know, it just thank goodness, really, because I think he was a high earner on, on far too much money, really, for, for what he contributed, um, if if the rumours are to be believed. And, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where he ends up. Um, Hallam, again, I think you're right with that one. Just... just um, good to get him off the wage bill unfortunate because i think he has got something about him when he plays he, he has got a bit of quality um but we just can't keep players like that at the club and i think we've kept him three years too long haven't we it's um i think um saw the stats iron stats posted and what he played about the equivalent of 11 games was it or something like that during his time which is just yeah there's there's just no um no return on the investment there whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, ple- pleased to see the back of him, but hopefully he can get fixed up and, and sorted and get over his injuries, but at uh, somebody else's expense. Um, and then, yeah, the rest, Feeney, um, yeah, t- time for him to go. Shields, you know, I saw a few bits of quality from him, but but really didn't really do enough. Um, and again, probably another one that, that might move down south. Uh, and O'Malley, Finally, I think, you know, he got off the season to a, a bit of a bad start, really. I think he was not really at the races um, initially, and then he got the injury and, and never really got back in. And uh, I think that move to Julkiston probably did him good, playing football, winning games. Um, and I agree with you, Matt. I think there's there's definitely something there. And he's another one that, that probably just needs a fresh start somewhere else. And it's a shame it's not worked out for him because I think, you know, attitude-wise, he's always given his all. Um, you know, the, there is a player in there and, and the, the quality's there. It's just about finding the right club for him, really. And I think if he does find the right club, um, then then he will go on to have a decent career. And, and hopefully he does uh, because I think, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's never really let us down in, in the sense that, um, you know, attitude and things like that. I think he's, he's always tried his best. Um, and it must have been difficult this season, frozen out for for a lot of it. Um, when he came in a couple of times, he's he, he played played fairly well. So um, yeah, I mean that that's it really with the the players going out. And as you said, the low knees. Um, I don't think there's any realistic chance of of any of any of them coming back um, next season. I think Will Smith has used it just to uh, for a bit of rehabilitation really after the injury. Um, and I think he could easily play League Two with <clears throat> with a decent side around him, and I'm sure he will. Uh, but but as for the rest of them, yeah, not not really fussed either way. Um, and yeah, just just really poor signings um, in in February that have kind of contributed to that. And I think if you look at the players that came in in February, um, you know, there's there's not an awful amount of them staying for next season. Uh, Barring obviously Elliot, we, we paid money for. Um, and, and Chapman as well but other than that um, yeah mo- most of them have gone and that probably sums up the, the recruitment So looking at who's left and obviously as, as we've said and as, as the statement says that you know there still might be more to go yet looking ahead at this summer you know what do we need where do we need it? Well I mean where do you start? Um, <laughs> we, we, to be honest 
looking at the two strikers, um, I know Carver sort of divides opinion. Um, and, you know, he's not scored, has he? I don't think. I can't remember him scoring since he's, since he's come in. However, his record at that level is decent. Um, he's committed. I think, you know, he, he tries his best. He gets stuck in. Um, not a bad sort of target man. Um, and I think it'd be nice to see what they could do together, uh, Carver and, and Elliot, as a partnership. I do think we'll need, you know, someone else in there as well. But I do think Carver wouldn't, it wouldn't be the end of the world if he, if he stayed. I mean, I would quite like to see him stay. Um, again, I might get a load of stick for that, but I do think he could offer us something next season. Uh, and those two I've, I've got no real issues with. Um, but other than that, you know, I think we're going to need another keeper if if uh, Foster goes, um, whether that's just a young lad or um, someone a bit more experienced. I just can't see anyone. If if Chapman stays and he's fit, I just can't see another experienced keeper coming in. I don't think we'd have two Um I think it's going to be one and one and a youngster. So it'd be interesting to see if, if it's going to be one of ours that are coming up or whether they look to get someone else in a loan or something like that. Um, but that's definitely an area that needs to strengthen. Um, and you look, I mean, defensively is, is pretty key as well because we've not got a lot left. Obviously, Ogle, um, presuming he stays, I think he will be absolutely fine at right back. And I think everyone's hoping that he does. Um, but again, centre-back, you're going to need at least a couple, I would imagine. Uh, you're going to need a left-back. And then I think the area we've got to get right this season is midfield, because I just think it's not been right, has it, for the last couple of seasons. Um, we've just not really had a central midfield. doesn't matter who we've really played in there. Um, we always seem to kind of get bossed. Um, and, yeah, we, we've got to kind of get a hold on the middle of the pack. And I think if we do that, um, and you've got a couple of decent centre-backs and, and obviously Chapman in behind those, and you've got the strikers, um, then we've got that solid spine again. But yeah, the, the midfield for me is is key because we've not really got anything. Um, I do left. think Shrimpton could be a big part of that. Yeah, I, I think he could. Um, and, you know, I think he's shown enough this season. Um, I mean, he's been good enough at times this season, obviously against Notts County. Yeah, it was difficult for him, but I think it was it was a, a collective that day that, that wasn't good enough. But I do think, um, yeah, he's shown enough this season to just to, to show that he, he will be good enough next season. But he, we've got to get the players in round him. You know, I think if we we start the season with Rance and Shrimpton as the midfield, uh, presuming Rance stays, uh, I, I've not seen enough really from Rance to to think he could he could do it. Uh, and I know he's played a hell of a lot of games at that level. And he's really experienced. Um, and he might not have been fit. You know, it sounds like he was injured when he first came in. <clears throat> Again, that's another thing we've got to look at with recruitment next season. We just can't sign injured players. Um, he might be one that that is OK if, if he stays with a full pre-season. But at the moment, I mean, if we start the, the season with those two, um, yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be over the moon, put it that way. Uh, but I do think Shrimpton, for, for me, he's probably been one of the better players. Um, you know, effort. And, and technically, I think he's he's been fine, really. Obviously, um tries to keep it simple and, and keep the ball. And, and he's effective normally at doing that. So um, you, you can't really ask for any more. And, um, yeah, I just think he, he, he's going to need some help in there. Um, but I think 
you know, we, we need a lot of players through the door, don't we? I think I think we're looking at sort of, I don't know, eight to ten, do you think? Maybe more? Yeah, I, th- I think so. G- given that, you know, I think, as we said, I probably expect like half again of the contracted players to leave in, in the summer, which leaves us with, with, you know, not many players, does it really? Um, so I think, yeah, we're going to need at least 10, I think, probably more. Um, but yeah, it's just a symptom of it, isn't it? Really, none of, none of the rest of them are really worth keeping. So it's not that huge uh, kind of of a surprise, really. But again, we've got to keep it right. And, uh, you know, I, I agree on, on kind of Carver as well. I think that I don't really have a problem with Carver. As we said, he, he, he has kind of consistently scored goals in this at this level. And and when he plays, he does pretty much give his all, doesn't he? To be fair to him, he's not one of those who's down tools and, and given up. He's, he's he's kind of run to the end, really, and, and, and given it his best shot when he's played. And, and I think that that's, again, that's a quality we need more of. So... I'm happy for him to stay really and see if he can sort of forge a bit of a partnership with Elliot and see how that'll go. But because at the end of the day, between those two National League North level, there's there's goals there. There's enough goals there for us to have a good season. Um, there's no doubt about that if they can keep fit. So I think that that's pretty good. But, you know, we, we none of us really know this league that well, do we? So it's it's difficult to say who we're going to bring in and we we just don't know, um, and, and we won't know if the sign-ins have been any good until we've played a few games as well. Yeah, I think we'll we'll probably leave that there then. Just sort of a bit of a look at the retain list really for this one. Um, as we're heading into you know close season and you know into the summer, typically what we do is we've you know switched to in conversations and we you know we've got a few lined up. I know there's a few that we've announced that haven't been done yet, but uh, they're coming. We we also do have one, hopefully coming probably next Friday. Um, not going to say who it is. We've not announced it yet because this could potentially, you know, fall through. Um, it'll be a shorter episode than normal, but it is quite a big one. So hopefully we will get that done and uh, you should have an in conversation out next Friday. Not going to say who it is. I'll leave that with you. We'll see you next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 